Welcome to the post sinus strip podcast. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Ew. <laughs> um, welcome back to the table where we serve things family style. I'm Carly. I'm Sam. So today we chose one that like I feel like I live every day ever since we got out like not even out of quarantine but like semi out of quarantine because I go to school you're gonna say out of my mom's belly (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. but like yeah even though we're not totally out of like quarantine I have to go to school in person now and like social anxiety is is, it's peaking it's really peaking social anxiety um yes and not it makes me feel good though because I know that it's not just me like mm, there mm. are everyone around me is experiencing social anxiety to the it point just... where I feel like people are rude and that's the tea. <laughs> Wait, because of their social way? anxiety, like yes, a defense mechanism? Yes. No, I don't think it's a defense defense mechanism. I think it's just like they have social anxiety. And so that overwhelms the common decency to have manners and say hi or be nice or be polite. <laughs> Being honest, 50% of the time, I'm people. No, you're a nice, well, maybe it's because I know you, but. <laughs> I'm, a, I, I'm a nice Like to heart, strangers. I don't know how you act to strangers. Unnecessary confrontation or confrontation that I didn't see coming, I think is part of social anxiety because previously before COVID, oh my God, it sounded like a show previously on, but like previously <laughs> before it COVID, if does. someone walked, right? If someone walked up to me and was like, hi, do you know where the bathroom is? And like, I go to this school and I know I'd be like, um, left, but like, and then I'd have to check if I like did left or right correctly. And then it's, you know, I just, you'd have I to think check I hate if you did approached. left or right correctly, meaning you would put this is two just L's an example. out in front of you. Okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, actually I like hold a pencil in my hand. That's how I do it. I can't, I don't, I can't read oh, it left, right. You can't even tell two what's L's. the correct L. Cause yeah, you're a nitwit. Is it a, nim- a little oh, dim bit dimwit dimwit dimwit? Nincompoop. Nincompoop. Okay, like even that, like okay, not mean people. I actually think I'm very, I'm a lot better with. Like I am quicker with it. I think it's because I'm very defensive and protective over my friends. So if I'm with people and people are being rude to us, like I won't take it. But like, so you're saying when there's like a mean person and you feel like you need to socially confront them it supersedes mm. the social anxiety that you feel. Correct. Correct. I but I think I am thrown off by nice confrontation. Like, mm. like when people, the oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Like at the supermarket, when I like check out at Trader Joe's and they're like, hey, how's your day? I just go, because sometimes like before COVID, I used to like try to be on, like even with my friends, I don't go, oh, it went well and like leave it at that. Like I'm kind of just like, oh, it was like a long day or like, oh, it's tired. Like even to like people I don't know, like that's like just being like personal, right? Like being real. But like, even when I want to do that now, I'm just like, it wasn't all right, but it was all right. And you know, I just talk. I, I, when I can't figure out what I want to say, I just keep going. I do know that about you. It's embarrassing when I do that, even to like, you know, cashier, I just like, you know. Okay. So you think that the reason why, like in these in these social anxiety settings where you're talking to a stranger basically and like being asked to make small talk the reason why you don't engage is because you don't like small talk or because you feel like whatever you're going to say it's just going to go on and there's no point so you just don't say anything anyway 
like both of that because I think one, I'm not prepared. And I guess like not being prepared now, because what, when you went to Zoom class, you could keep your mic off. You could keep your camera off, right? You have control over that. But when you're in person now, it's like, shoot, like I, they see me and I can't like, you know. Okay. But that I think is a figment of your imagination because you think that whatever you say is they're going to think about it. They're going to think about you for the rest of the night and how they like met this dumb girl at the grocery store who wouldn't shut up. Like they don't, they don't think about it past the interaction. Okay, but I know I'm not the only one. I know that you get me because I know that you have talked about oversharing. Yeah. So your social anxiety, your turn. The anxiety of oversharing? I mean, yeah, I think that's definitely a very, like, big pillar of social anxiety, anxiety. right? Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, because I think it is related to the fact that we just came out of COVID. Mm -hmm. And I am like sick of that like small talk where you're like we're going through unprecedented times everyone's going through all <laughs> mm-hmm. this like trouble we've all been month six month seven month eight year two of covid and so like that like covid small talk like i'm so over it that yeah. i just want to get to like the meat and especially like when i'm interacting with people for the first time in a long time it's like you want to mm-hmm. get to the part where you can actually talk about something that will like simulate your mind or like get you thinking or make you yeah. laugh or make someone else laugh. And so if mm-hmm. that's the case, you don't want to go through the small talk part. So then I just jump right into like sharing a lot. And then afterwards mm-hmm. I'm like, frick, I shouldn't have said that much. And I feel <laughs> like people really remember me for the things that I say. And mm-hmm. I know that that's not true, you know, cause you lay in bed or you're like in the shower thinking about what you shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm trying to think They're going about people. their day and like, don't even think twice. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes we have to like acknowledge that embarrassment, like social anxiety is figments of our ma- imagination. Like You're the one who thinks about the things that they say, whereas mm-hmm. they just process it quickly and they move on and they have lots of other stuff to think about. And honestly, like other people have their own insecurities and their own anxieties too. So they're yeah. probably thinking about what they said or how they should have looked different or whatever it is that they focus on the most about themselves. Yeah. But I, I don't and know, like sometimes it, I guess knowing that makes you feel a little bit better, but walking away, it's like your social anxiety and your embarrassment. And like, just like your insecurities that are telling you that you didn't do well, but like why I say it's a figment of your imagination is because you saw that it went well and you saw on their faces that it went well, but walking away, it's figments of your imagination because you're creating this new narrative that like, it didn't go well, you know? Oh, and there's like a reason that you should be embarrassed. Yeah. But there isn't. There isn't. That's true. Yeah. Cause you're creating this narrative, even though you felt like you had a mutual um, idea of the narrative with the other person that like, oh, you were oversharing. No, you were sharing. And it was like, they were laughing and stuff like that. But then walking away, you started to create another narrative of like, no, they hate me. That was embarrassing. And they just left. Yeah. You know, I think it also ties into like, when you think about the past, what is it now? Year and a half about yeah. the pandemic and everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everything that we've experienced. I feel like there's a lot of ways for the first time that you can relate to people because mm. even if you talk about like, let's say having a similar job as someone or going to college as someone, you can't really make assumptions about their experiences because everyone else is, is different. But when you mm-hmm. think about the pandemic, 
I feel like it's safe to assume that 99% of the population spent it the same way, working from home or doing school from home or Mm -hmm. adapting to not being able to see their friends. Everyone figured out how to use Zoom for the first time. Like all of those Mm -hmm. things are valid. And so because I feel these similarities to people, I just want to cut to the chase. I don't think that there's a point in like getting to know someone or getting to know the small talk with someone, because I know our lives look the same for the past two years. And we have a lot of things to talk about. We probably watch the same shows. We probably listen to the same podcast. We probably read Mm -hmm. the same books. And so I think that is what leads me to also just get to the point where I'm like potentially saying something that might be embarrassing, or I would consider to be embarrassing later on Mm -hmm. because like, I'm just like, okay, let's get to it. Let's be besties. We have very minimal social interaction. So why don't we just get to the part where like it, it becomes fun because small talk is not fun. Yeah. Oh no. It's so, I hate it. Yeah. Uh, you're successful. If you don't have the social anxiety in front of that person, you know, do you think it's worse to like overthink it afterwards? Because I think that that's all, that's what it sounds like right now. Yeah. I don't think that I have social anxiety in terms of like not being able to interact with people in a social setting. So your form of social anxiety I feel like comes from not being in the social setting but the anxiety of like overthinking afterwards because for me I can't even meet new people anymore because they don't know who I am and so when they don't know who I am I have to uphold the reputation of who they think I am beforehand and so it's like oh I can't be weird because then I they will never talk to me ever again I think that is both insecurity and anxiety at the same time I feel like okay Maybe this is insensitive, but I'm going to say it anyway. You say that the feelings that you have about like social anxiety to meeting friends of your friends or like new people, strangers is an insecurity because you think that, oh, I don't want them to, I don't want their like idea of me to be tainted because I don't want to misrepresent myself or appear a certain way. I don't want to appear not funny or not nice if I'm in a bad mood or if it's just like, I don't want to like break the way that they see me. But Mm -hmm. isn't that like, again, a figment of your imagination? Like, I know it's an insecurity, but it's, Mm. it's like, you think that all of these people think those things about you, but (laughs) maybe they don't even, no, not, not, not in the sense that's like, oh, they think they must think that I'm funny. And then in in Mm. reality, they think you're not funny. Not that, but I don't even think they think about that. Like Mm -hmm. they're probably not thinking about your insecurity when they're meeting a new person, probably thinking Mm -hmm. about their own. Yeah. 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 That's true. This weekend I was walking with like four of my friends and we were going like down the street and then like one of our friends saw like his old freshman like friends. Right. And then, so they were like all like hugging and stuff like that. And then they met us, but I just like, I was like, "Mm, hi, like, and I just, and then my friends that I was with were like, oh my God, like, I like that. Like the, I couldn't even, you know, cause I knew I liked that girl's shoes, but I just was like, if I tap her, that's weird. If I like say anything, cause everyone else is talking, that's weird, you know, but it's just like, I think social anxiety is running all of those scenarios in your head mm-hmm. when, when, it, when it still is, you know, a figment of my imagination. Cause it's just in my head. And it's, and it's like this overthinking thing. That's like, Oh, do I insert myself here? Oh, it's too late. Oh, I don't want to say. The wrong yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. before you know it, it's like, I didn't say anything. And just stood there stunned you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so like and that's that goes back to this like the confrontation thing Mm -hmm. like having social anxiety because of 
like a fear of confrontation or because of traumas of confrontation that you don't think mm-hmm. that you can put yourself through a similar situation again. And you're kind of just like, okay, in efforts to like fight even the possibility of experiencing confrontation, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not even going to engage in small talk, which is truly harmless because I don't want to start something that might lead to me having to answer a question that I'm not ready to answer. Or even if it's mm-hmm. something very, very small, like where's the bathroom? I don't even mm-hmm. want to have to be wrong. I don't want to have to you yeah. like, trigger all of these thoughts that mm-hmm. no one was even thinking of when they asked you mm-hmm. the question or when they had like, this intention to like compliment you. But mm-hmm. because you have all of these like, oh, and then, and then, and then, then like this overthinking just overwhelms you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I think that when we discuss like social anxiety, then what it sounds like to me as like the golden rule for like any situation is like breathe, take time to like really assess what just happened. And like, yeah, you know, a bathroom question, you don't need to like spend two minutes to like breathe and assess, but like, don't automatically be like, is it right, left? Did I get it right? Did it, or is it behind me? Like, did I give her the right one? Like, it's just kind of like, oh, breathe. And then actually think, let yourself think. I think I try to give quick replies because it's like, oh, I don't want to waste anyone's time because I don't like my time being wasted. But I think that like truly how I think that I could be better with my social anxiety is like oh thinking a little bit just a little bit before I speak otherwise like if I don't I feel like that's what leads to like the imagination part because I didn't think about it and if I thought about it a little bit more I could have done it better this way you know are you someone who is uncomfortable and awkward in awkward silences yeah I cannot handle silence at all like I think that's where with my friends I think that's where it stems from. It's like, you can't even take a beat of silence before you think about what you want to say that you're like, Oh, I got to say something. I got to spit it out Mm -hmm. right now. Even if it's wrong, which like Mm -hmm. is not better. Like being fast and being wrong is not better than taking a second and being right. So that's like first fix for social, like that's first fix for like small social anxiety moments. Like being okay with silence. Yeah. And like being okay, like that will help you be okay with talking to strangers. And I think that like, yeah, that will help me be okay with like taking time because if I'm okay with silence, then I can like assess it a little better. Yeah. No, I, like you're putting all of this pressure on yourself. That's like, oh, I have to get, I have to say the right thing. And I also have to answer immediately so that there's not even a ting of silence because I don't Mm want to make that other person feel awkward and I don't want to waste their time because I don't want my time to be wasted it's like no one asked for you to think all that just (laughs) answer the question correctly that's more meaningful than like doing all of these like roundabout thoughts that aren't even helping you or that other person Mm -hmm. but I think in terms of like anxiety of oversharing or social anxiety with maybe not necessarily strangers, like people that, you know, people that you're re-socializing with after COVID, Mm, I think it's important to think about, is it because you really did say something that you're insecure about in which you need to be more cognizant about the things that you share because Mm -hmm. you don't want to put yourself in that situation where you feel like embarrassed all the time afterwards and you can't like let that feeling go or do you think it's because that person is making you uncomfortable they're not like responding in the way that you would have liked or Mm -hmm. they are experiencing their own like don't know how to react so used to hiding behind the screen yeah and so because Mm -hmm. of that 
I feel like if you can differentiate between the two, even when you start to feel like social anxiety, it kind of helps. At least it kind of helps you process like, okay, this was my bad. Like I shouldn't talk about what's uncomfortable things like, yeah, yeah. something that makes me feel insecure, something that makes me feel regret for sharing, whether it's like political views in a social setting or like religious views in at work, whatever it is. Like Mm -hmm. if you feel like, oh, oh, like there's a trend where when I talk about this, I'm madly uncomfortable. Like don't talk about it anymore. Just don't Mm -hmm. just hold your own tongue back because you'll thank yourself later. I guess it's like, oh, I guess it's like a temporary solution is like avoiding things that you're you're because it's like coming out of COVID is fresh. So I think it's like avoiding things that um, make you uncomfortable now, but it doesn't mean that you can, you don't ever revisit it. You know, it's just like letting yourself take time to heal and like get used to being in social situations again. Here's a thought. Mm-hmm. Do you think that what we consider to be annoying small talk right now, which is like talking about COVID, talking about like very stereotypical COVID things, like what you've been doing in quarantine, working from home life, whatever, all that like boring mm-hmm. crap that no one wants to talk about anymore. Do you think that's people's way of being able to socialize without sharing too much where they might be uncomfortable? Like, I think we've forgotten how to talk about uncomfortable things or like be vulnerable with other people. Yeah. So I guess like, this is just really the opening stage of like warming up to seeing people again, honestly. So this should be a reminder that although you and I both hate small talk, we can't run from it. Because you have to go, even society has to experience small talk before we can like get to the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Cause like, essentially it's like when you were saying like, oh, for once the whole world had a shared experience and like, Mm -hmm. oh, we all feel connected because we kind of went through the same thing. It's in the same way. We're all taking a baby step to like, to like get to being very, a lot more personal. So I think it, to get to that step, you can't skip the small talk right now because everyone's like on their feet on their toes, you know? How do we move from the small talk to the important stuff or like being close to each other again? I don't know. I don't know if it could be like silent or just like, I don't know, but like acknowledging that it's hard, right? I think that that would make me feel comfortable knowing that someone else is also like, uh, like, I'm sorry, this is like, it's been a while, you know? And it's like, oh yeah, me too, you know? And it's just like acknowledging that we can't all pretend to be cool right now. We can't all be like, oh, this is easy, you know? Cause it's not like sharing a laugh about it, being able to yeah. be like, haha, like, sorry, I didn't mean to say that I'm like having a moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think also it comes from like believing that oversharing is contagious because mm-hmm. if you have one person that's like willing to put it all out there for the social setting, then you'll be like, oh, someone else will also be vulnerable. And once everyone else starts opening up, then you move past the small talk. But if everyone keeps it as at a surface level conversation, then it's not going to go anywhere. It's never going to change. So maybe we should be more proud of oversharing rather than like feel embarrassed by it. Period. It's like, it's doing the reverse psychology on social anxiety. Like, yeah. In saying that, like, yes, it is. It's hard. It's so hard. But if you acknowledge that some of it is just like imagining narratives or like some of it is like they weren't thinking that or like some of it is like you really think that they're having a hard time, too. I think it eases the it eases the loneliness of the like suffering, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone else is experiencing some kind of social anxiety. So you don't have to on top of the anxiety, you don't have to feel like you're the only one that's facing it. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
That's good. Yeah. Good. Good one. Good one. I think if you're listening to this, you should challenge yourself to like put yourself out there because it's really Mm -hmm. easy to hide. And just as quickly to like normal life, we adapted to hiding behind like a black screen and a muted mic. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make like anything fun. It doesn't make social gatherings fun. It doesn't make work fun. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. class fun. I don't think that like human beings were made to hide. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to, because there are a lot of things that we wish that we could hide. And a -hmm. lot of people that's like, you know, once you get rid of that element of like talking before class starts or opening the door for someone at work and like all those little things, once you get rid of it, it's like, oh, how important could it have been those two minutes that I spend before every lecture finding a seat or like saying, waving hi to someone that I see, I could just continue to hide. But I think that you should challenge yourself to like put yourself out there because once you do it, other people will do it too. And you can adapt back to a less socially anxious life, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's like, it's like, how do you expect to be good at something if you don't practice? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good luck out there, everybody. Actually wish us luck. Yeah. Little by little, we're okay. One day at a time. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.